Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. And so far, the world is not on fire. So in the meantime, in a little another PSA, I believe I said in the intro of the last episode, I'm going to say it again. Wash your hands, sanitize your stuff, keep social distancing, all that other jazz. It's really important right now you do that, folks. Today, we talk Sharkosaurus. What is Sharkosaurus? Well, if you're listening to the show, you're probably going to like him. Indie comic series, the creator of Sharkosaurus. You know, they've had a short film already out. They were doing a Kickstarter for another one. Feature film and development, merchandise, all this crazy shit. Sharkosaurus is here. We have Spencer Estabrooks on the show, writer of the comic series, also creator of Sharkosaurus. We talk about the creation of this monster that checks every sci-fi box, really. I said it multiple times on the show. It really, truly does. We talk that. We talk the writing process. We talk so much fun stuff. This uh, Kickstarter support you guys can do. Sci-fi. We talk a little bit about Tremors this episode. You can tell where the inspiration came from. Because we are both Tremor lovers. So thanks everyone for tuning in. And if you guys want to stay tuned for more new episodes, you can catch us every week, every Monday at 4 a.m. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or comicchronicle.podmean.com. And of course, you don't have to listen at 4 a.m. on a Monday. You can listen whenever the hell you want. Throughout the week. New episodes Monday. And if you want to follow us on social media, you follow me at Dakota underscore Morgan 97 on Instagram or at Dakota Morgan 3 on Twitter. So everyone out there, thanks for tuning in. Go follow Sharkosaurus on social media and what on a Kickstarter. Give us a subscribe. It's a to-do list. But in the meantime, let's get to this talk with Spencer. And wash your hands. We, we're recording, man. And I want to get on a record because I like to get on a record every time. Welcome to the show, good man. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. And Spencer, I'm going to be honest. I've followed your guys' work with Sharkosaurus, and I get wanting, this sounds like the whole Time Interview Magazine shit. Not trying, I just want to put it out there to definitely say, I've been following you guys for a long time because, holy shit, it just it checks every check mark of my childhood sci-fi. <laughs> like, it does. It really does. Oh. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, like... It's been, I mean, since, oh, when did you guys start? Because I may get the timeline right here. Like, when did you guys start doing Sharkosaurus stuff, especially on Instagram? Because I remember following on there for a while. Well, let me see. So, uh, so Sharkosaurus probably started, I think it was 2014. Holy and uh, I'm, I'm, in Can- I'm in Canada, in Calgary, yeah. Alberta. So, we've got this uh, Western telecommunication called TELUS. And they started a program called Story Hive. And for the for the very first program, they put a pitch out to be um, pitch us your short film, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll let the public vote on it, and whoever wins will give five ten thousand dollar grants to do a short film. Jesus, you couldn't so get that here, so, man. So so I was thinking about like okay. I'm in landlocked Alberta. Alberta is basically like the Texas of the North. We've got a lot of oil and gas. We've got a way to rodeo. We've got that kind of that's that's our jam, right? Yeah. And here we are, landlocked, and you know there were a, really, a lot of really bad shark movies going on at the time, and I was complaining about them for some reason, and I thought, why doesn't Alberta have a shark movie? And then it just kind of came together. So just to put it in perspective, there's um. What's called? We've got we've got Badlands here, so uh, and in the Badlands, it's called Drumheller, and they've got the Royal Tyrell Museum, which is one of the largest dinosaur discovery spots in the world. Uh, and there's a there's a museum there, but there's also a whole bunch of creationists there. And I always thought that was mm-hmm. kind of funny because it's this it's this valley, and you know you, you literally see these canyon walls, you can see the layers of evolution. And I always thought that was such a weird little place to put yourself as a to, to, to stake yourself out as a creationist. Yeah, that seems. Museum it too. seems like the whole opposite of what you're trying to go for there. <laughs> it's like these scenes do not exist. Oh wait, they're right there. <laughs> They are not yeah, so what you think. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's such a weird, weird little place. It's like, it's, it's Christians, paleontologists, and motorcycle gangs that kind of hang out there. Dude, it's I want to be honest with you here. I, I really want to visit that. Whenever the, whenever the world quits its shit, I definitely want to like, go, I want to go out. I'm, I've actually done three years paleontology at a lab out here in Arizona. Done a couple digs, done a oh, bunch wow. of other stuff. Yeah, like that suits my fancy immensely. And I grew up in the Midwest, so a city and country. So I could definitely just live out there for a week 
Because that would be amazing. Oh, my God. So jumping ahead a little bit, yeah. the guy who did our cover art for the graphic novel we did later on, uh, Nico Rudolph, yeah. he actually drew all the Albertosauruses because they discovered a like a basically a small T Rex called Albertosaurus. Yes, yeah. And he drew them all for the dinosaur museum. So for the opening of that section of the museum, he got like a we all got a, he invited me to come because he's from Winnipeg, so we flew down here for it. But he invited me because he had a plus one to do a behind the scenes tour of like uh, uh, of the Royal Tyrell, and oh. it was incredible. Like their work, like you see a Triceratops like being you know um what is it they where they where they chip away bit by bit yeah and uh there's this guy mark michelli who spent like 10 years doing this one dinosaur and they called it the michelli uh they named it after him oh shit michelli's i've heard that one in a while you're really going from my my memory bank for a minute here i'm like oh shit that's right i'll be honest Um, though man that's that's normal I want to say that for a record though, this you know that is normal. There's a, there's a we had a it was a elephante type of uh, ice age type creature, oh. and it was one where and I drew on a blank on it and they were working on it for, for almost 10, 12 years in the lab I used to work in, and it, it's one where it had like two tusks in its jaw. So instead of it, it's like jawline formed, and then when it got to the tip, it was just two tusks that went down. Oh wow! Yeah, I that's, so, that's incredible. That's the normal man. I want to be on. I just want to put that out there. That's the normal. That sometimes that shit takes a long time. You don't want to. You don't want to break know, it. It's crazy, but it's so beautiful. And then there's like they've got all the exhibits, but then they've got this like backroom warehouse, right? Oh. Where all the exhibits say that they've taken down or things that they're holding out, and it's just like it's incredible. Like what's what's back there? It's candy man. Um, candy. Oh, anyways, so I thought this was the perfect place to have Sharkosaurus. Uh, like a half T-Rex, half dinosaur. Yeah. Our, our slogan is put in the hell, back in drum heller, one dino shark at a time. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so we did, we did, uh, so we basically, uh, we did this like voting campaign and I went super grassroots because it was like three weeks long and I just kept like, you know, trying to find other ways to like, you know, get people involved in Sharkosaurus. So we were doing like, uh, uh Sharkosaurus burger reviews. What? We were doing like, uh, burger reviews on our Twitter feed. So oh, we, were, we would review burgers and had this little fin that would eat them. We had like, we took out ads in the in the classifieds be, um, being like paleontologists looking for creationists to have threesome with Sharkosaurus. <laughs> you know, just like super oh weird God. stuff. Anywhere yes. we could put our name up for free, we were like, like on posters, we did like a lost Sharkosaurus, you know, with little things. So we won that. We won the $10,000. And we got, um, so we went up to Drumheller and we shot it. So we shot like, like, uh, it's about an eight minute movie. Um, And then did a bunch of festivals with it, took it to London. Um, But we only had like a six foot Sharkosaurus puppet. Um, That's still better than that. that, I mean, okay, that's better because I do film SFX, I build stuff like that. Let me tell you, you still got a six foot puppet. That's still better than a lot of the sci-fi channel. And I, I'm a hot sci-fi channel guru, but it's still a lot better yeah. than a lot of the uh, sort of effects you could probably have gotten. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that, that's, 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 uh, so we did a short film. And then, you know, when I, what I learned was that, you know, visual effects are pretty hard, especially <laughs> with puppets. Like, a little bit. Uh, I was pretty limited for what I could do visually. And I just had this idea in my head, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I want to tell a bigger story. Hmm. And um, that's when I did a Kickstarter for a graphic novel. And we launched the graphic novel, I think, 2016, 2017? Yeah, that's when I remember jumping and, on board to the Instagram was around then, because I saw this, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, 100% on board. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like... Um, you know, I, I'd never written a comic book before, and I didn't really know much about the industry. People always ask me, they're like, how'd you get into comics? And I'm like, you know, I was too dumb to know how hard they are and too stubborn to know when to quit. <laughs> That's it's everybody who gets channel. into the business, man. We're like, oh, shit, we're addicted. This is like crack, but it's creation. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's like it's it's a really tough process. And it's like, I think it's a 96-page graphic novel. And even like the writing took me a little while, but even the, like the production, you know, I'm used to being on a film set. Mm. Where it's like I get like thirty people to work for like two days for like a uh, like eight minutes short, and th- this is me working with two people for like six months. 
you know? Yeah, that uh, sounds about right. And you're just at home working in a home studio. Yeah, but it was still, it was a great, it was a great process. And I learned so much. It's just, it's incredible, you know? And I can go back and make one-liners funnier and be like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I want Sharkosaurus jumping on the back of the elderly atheist school choir with a whole bunch of elderly people impaled on his tail while he chews someone. Brilliant. And he's like, yeah, okay. Brilliant. <laughs> right? Like, it's like however big I could I could write, I could actually do. So, I, yeah, that was the Sharkosaurus graphic novel. Dude, you just, I want to hire you as a marketing manager. Because holy <laughs> shit, you seem to do well. Because it seemed to work out for you immensely right now. I, oh Thanks, my uh, yeah, God. I, you know, what what I what I do is I, I just think I like to have fun and I like to be ridiculous and uh, yeah I just I always have fun with what we're doing. And Spencer Spencer Sharkosaurus yeah. is by far the most serious thing I've ever heard. What are you talking about? Ridiculous! No, I'm I'm, I'm shitting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we, you know, and yeah, we've got a, we've got like uh, so we're <laughs> and we're working our way. My publisher. Um, he had a book, When Big Bears Invade. It's a kid's book. So we started working on um, just a crossover kid's book. Oh, uh, God. Like a little boy and a little girl using a sharkosaurus and a giant bear as their imagination avatars. And they have like a giant battle together. Um, oh. Yeah. So we're still working on that. But I, I did do limited edition uh, sharkosaurus versus giant bear thumb puppets. So you could have a thumb war with Sharkosaurus and the bear. Okay, I'm actually at a loss for words right now, man, because Spencer, that's amazing. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, you just... You, it, it, this must be what it's like when people look at me and we're working, like, on five comic book series and a film and day job and podcast because people are like, how the hell do you do it? I'm looking at you and I'm like, how the hell did you do this in just a couple years? I, I Brilliant, dude. <laughs> Thanks. I, 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 you know what? It's, 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 a, it's a lot of work and a lot of. I think it's just persistence. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You're too stubborn to know when to quit. That's very and, true. Know, when, it's very when, true. When we, when we get a lot of good feedback, um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's easy to keep going because we. I, I meet a lot of people at comic cons and stuff like that that love it and that get excited about it and it gets keeps me excited about it and I keep doing weird things and I keep, I keep enjoying them. You know, what's got me hyped though is. You guys are really doing this cool thing with this puppet that you guys have been building right now. I, I don't know how much you can talk about it. I don't know, but I mean, I've seen all this stuff on the building. I even commented on it. I'm like, hey, I've trained as a suit actor. I'm an actor. If you guys need me, I'm available. <laughs> I'm here right. if you want me. Hey, folks. Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break for you guys today. Do you guys like reading comics? Obviously, if you listen to the show, you do. What the fuck am I talking about? Then you guys, if you're in Arizona, which a good majority of the fan base is, shout out to the ones in Canada though, you guys can go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona, located at 5801 West Glendale Avenue in Glendale, Arizona. I gotta say, folks, I've been going here for a long time now. Um, I've been to a few different comic book stores in Arizona in my six years of living here so far, and this may change due to the recording nature, but whatever. So I love going to Drawn the Comics. I really do. Ken, who runs it, is an amazing fucking laid back dude. He's a wonderful guy. He's been on the show, ladies and gentlemen, before. And it's a really fun place to pick up the books. So draw on the comics in Glendale, Arizona. Get yourself a box, you know. Go in, maybe just check it out. It's a fun place to escape into. It's work. All the workers there are fucking wonderful folks. They really are. It's just like family at this point, at least for me. And it's a fun world to go into. There's collectibles there. There's toys. There's comics. You know, and you just get your box and reserve some books and whatnot. We've had people on the show who've written and drawn comics, you know. Go in and pick up their work, folks. Jesus Christ. It ain't that difficult. So go to Draw on the Comics in Glendale, Arizona, folks. You guys can check them out also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks, everyone. Now back to the show. The latest edition for what we're doing with Kickstarter. So I'm in Canada. So, you know, we've got um, – I'm also good at trying to find places to get money. So yeah. I wrote um, – Basically, what I did was I wrote another Sharkosaurus short film Ooh. called The Ballad of Sharkosaurus. It takes place in Drumheller, but in 1885, some oh. coal miners dig too deep, and only Betsy Tyrell can... Uh, oh, some coal miners dig too deep, unleashing Sharkosaurus, and only Betsy Tyrell stands in his way, destroying the entire town. Um, oh, so my it's, it's God. Sharkosaurus, but a Western. Dude, you're going to, we, like, Tremors 3 or 4 with this Sharkosaurus right now, and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, what are we going to do? I Sequel. Short films. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, 
So here, here's the better part. Is yeah. that, so I wrote the short film, and then I wrote, uh, they've got um, Alberta Foundation of the Arts that gives money to artists to do art projects. So I basically told them, because like I said, we've got rodeos here. There's, you know, they shot Unforgiven, oh, Shanghai shit. Noon. There's a whole bunch of Western sets just hanging around where I live. Um, and I'm a huge Western fan. Like, I've done three Western short films. I did a Western zombie film, um, uh, Itchy the Blind Gunman, which is a takeoff of Zatoichi the Blind Samurai. Uh, and then, like, uh, Sugar Skull Man, which is a, a Western I shot in 3D, stereo optic. Um, wow. And Sharkasaurus. So I'm like, so I, so I wrote this grant, and I said, look, I, I, I do, I'm an artist. I believe I'm an artist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> Uh, and, and what I do is I, I love Westerns and I love Sharkosaurus. And what I want is to combine them both together to make my ultimate art short film project. And the, they accepted it and gave me money. So I've got money to actually shoot a short film for this, right? Mm. So, but like I said last time, we used this like six foot puppet who's been around a little bit. So he's, he's kind of taking a toll. He needs a little bit of TLC before he's uh, screen worthy again. But I see all these uh, <laughs> dinosaur suits from like China that are super realistic and awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, why don't I build one of those? Uh, so I talked to this guy, Brian Cooley. Now just to put it, Brian Cooley is, he's local to Alberta, but he's done realistic dinosaur sculptures around the world for the last 30 years. Jesus. He's the dinosaur sculpture guy. He's done the Royal Tyrell Museum here. He's done National Geographic projects. He's done like a bunch of stuff in Europe. Um, he's the go-to guy when you want to have a realistic life-size dinosaur. And he told, he told me uh, in our first meeting, he's like, Spencer, we're retired. We're either really expensive or we love your project. project. Oh. And he loves the project. Yes! So I've got a great guy <laughs> on board to do it. And we've launched a Kickstarter now. So we've got this Kickstarter going, which is basically um, trying to raise money to build a 17-foot-long animatronic shark dino suit uh, is what we're doing. Dude, you you have got my nerd boner going so big right now. Like, I'm just like, there's not one here. Don't worry. But it's like, I just mentally have it. Like, that just, that's the check marks of childhood. As I said in the beginning of the show. The check marks of like dinosaur check, shark check, monster check, suit check, electronic check, <laughs> just right then and there because that's a smart way to do it, and you've got the right people on it. You're doing the Kickstarter, which is it currently active right now? It's it's currently active. It ends April seventh at nine p.m. Uh, I, Mountain Standard Time. I do want to ask. Um, I do want to yeah, ask. Is it doing okay right now? Because I know things are weird in the world. Is it doing okay? Like, are we meeting uh, meeting the meeting the maker here? You know, honestly, if uh, I launched it just before the, you know, stuff hit the fan mm-hmm. and we're at, and I, I really would cancel it right now if I could, because I know it's tough, but we're at 68% funded. So we only have to raise, I think about uh, $3,500 more. Okay. I want this on record. So, I want this on record. Once we're done with this, yeah. go ahead, send me promotional shit for it because I'm going to promote the hell out of it on my Instagram. And Facebook, private, Twitter, everything like that. I'll send it to people I know. I'll put it in groups that I know of, too, that would definitely love it. I'm promoting the shit out of this. I want it on record because I've actually wanted you guys on the podcast for a while because I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. And this has got to happen. It's got to happen. Right? It's, uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, and like every time we go down and test it, like we went down and we were doing tests with the stilts because Brian's got this, he wants the legs to be like, and if you check our Instagram out, you can actually see some of the work in progress as we've kind of built this like skeleton. We have to put the foam and do the paint and the animatronic eyes and a bunch of that, all the stuff that we're raising money for. But we've, we've got like a, like a, a skeleton that we're, that we're um, playing with and a, and a really talented stilt walker. But um, yeah, we're just doing these tests and... Uh, he, the original test, the stilts had three toes, and there were three even-length toes. And we did the test, and then our our puppeteer, Michael Roy, he had trouble balancing. So we ended up grinding down, cutting off the inner toe, which is super Ooh. funny because Brian Cooley, the the sculptor, yeah. he said under his breath, he's like, it's, that's actually just like the original, like an actual T-Rex has a smaller inner toe, uh, which true. makes sense for balance. Yeah. 
It's but then fun. also under his breath, he said, that's what my wife told me to do in the first place. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, like, that's got a sting. Ooh. I'm like, that's okay. I think she heard you say that. You're, you're, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you just hear her laughter in the back. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. And, um, yeah, like, like. I, re- I really, I really, I appreciate your enthusiasm, and I know you're a D and D guy, so I'll tell you one other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, uh, I have another, I have a web series I do. We're in a third season. It's called One Hit Die. It's Lord of the Rings shot like The Office, kind of like a D and D meta mockumentary. Um, and we're in our third season, so around the cons, uh, I, I promote that as well. And one of our D and D fans who loved the series, he's like, "Hey, you know what I want to do." I want to build you a Sharkosaurus monster. So he built this like challenge level 13, uh, and then he play tested it for like a month with different parties, different like combinations of parties uh, to see what it was like. Mm-hmm. So we've actually got a D&D challenge level 13 for fifth edition uh, card we can give out. Um, and he's a pretty badass what? little monster. Oh my God. I know, and he would... He would he would like he'd like update me and I'd, I'd, I'd look over the monster right I'd be like oh my god he's got like you know like 5d8 tail damage right but I'm like <laughs> and, a, yeah, and a bite that swallows you but I'm like what about his little claws and he's expensive those are little claws they wouldn't do anything I'm like yeah but he's still got them as weapons so we ended up adding them in and he's got like two claw attacks for like one four damage each which I personally think is super funny you know when you put it in like a, a super badass monster that he could hit you for like 1d4 damage just yeah. to slap your pride away yeah just like so, me it's all i imagine it's just like me yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh look at it <laughs> holy shit he's roaring me oh okay <laughs> we got him guys no way <laughs> oh man yeah, yeah so I'll, oh. I'll, I'll send you a copy of the card too so oh um, you're awesome yeah. you're awesome dude i definitely got it so you created sharkosaurus all intents and purposes yeah all by yourself. Yeah, writer, director. How yeah. the hell do you... Because I write... There's a book series. One of the book series I write for my company, SGGS, is Operation Kaiju Shield. Giant monsters in the Vietnam War. That's kind of something to work with oh there, you know? But yeah, how the hell do you write, especially in comic book form, how do you write Shark of Swords? I am immensely curious because how the hell do you do it? Like, do you want to do the... We're doing B-movie. We're going to sketch the line in B-C-movie sometimes. But it's gonna be that in a comic I, book, or is it? This is immensely horror, or like, what? What do you? What do you do? Like when you're starting out, right? You know, I like to, I like, I like camp, but I think when it comes to camp, you gotta take yourself really seriously. Mm. Like I think I really, I really want to take everything seriously, but make the most ridiculous situations possible. So I, I always, I always think like, cause I. I I, I like comedy. I'm a big comedy guy, but I'm a big horror comedy guy. So I like to put people in the most awkward situations possible for comedy, but then, you know, spice it up with like some gore and some ridiculous violence and stuff like that. Um, that's a way yeah, to so go that's, about it. That's my, that's, that's, that's my general idea when it comes to writing. Like there's, there's one scene that's really funny in, in the book, I think, where, because it's kind of like, I kind of wrote a Romeo and Juliet story. Uh, really? The son of a creationist and uh, daughter of a paleont, or no, daughter of a daughter of a creationist and the son of a paleontologist kind of fall in love and their oh, parents hate each other. Man. But they get trapped on the back of this plastic caster dinosaur, uh, and they're like, you know, we may as well like just bang. Brilliant. Because that's what you do. <laughs> I mean, you know what? But, I'll admit it, probably. And it's like, how are we going to die? Well, you know what? <laughs> Let's just go for it. Fuck it. Who's going to believe our deaths but anyway? Then put, but then I put this scene right before where the parents are having like an argument and a really intense thing. And then someone notices, hey, isn't that our kids on the back of the dinosaur? And then they watch their kids having sex together. Brilliant. Which is like... You know, yes. so the two the two people that hate each other most are watching their kids bang it out on a, which is like super awkward because like no, no parent wants their kids have sex. No, right? well, <laughs> no good parents, which is put it as that in the world. 
but I mean that that's what I mean like that's that's I like to find these like oh my god this is the most terrifying emotional moment and then yeah. bring comedy into it with the reactions so that's that's kind of what I like to do in the, in, on the writing side that's a good way and to go like about I said, it I like to take myself really seriously but put in my like B one-liner like uh, there's a lot of really cheesy one-liners in there I really enjoy like you know I grew up with Evil Dead 2 and you know oh, yeah. Army of Darkness Oh, and yeah. uh, you know, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and uh, they live, and all, like all all the classic B movie one liners, you know. Did you so, ever watch uh, Ash vs Evil Dead though? Expect a lot of those. Sorry. Did, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you ever watch Ash vs Evil Dead though? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, if you've watched the other ones, please tell me you've seen that because, oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Uh, oh my God. We'll I, keep... I like. Uh, such next level right and it's like, that's why it's it suits what you're going for i really oh before yeah. i forget it um uh, because it seems like you're a collector are you a collector of things uh, i do collect things yeah there is it's out there and i think it, I, last time i saw it was like 50 bucks at a st- uh, collector store that i went to from ash versus evil dead the tv series you can you can get puppet evil puppet ash with like razor sharp teeth and shit like that from the show <laughs> God. Yeah, he's big, life size, oh. life size dude, and he, I think he may have, and you can use him as a puppet if you take him out of the box and shit too. But he's life size like he was in the show, and I'm like, and he looks exactly like it. And I'm like, oh my god, do I have fifty dollars? Oh no, not right now. Fuck you, new recession. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's tough times, uh-huh. uh, especially with the oil and gas. Well, let's not talk about politics too much. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's it's tough. It's tough over here in Alberta. You know, we started the kickstarter just before the things hit the shit at the fan, and uh, we we just did so well on our first day. Like, I think we were at like five thousand dollars on our first day, Jesus. and then it's just been a really tough slog. And I'm like, I can't cancel it because you know, there's yeah, we're like so close. Yeah. But yeah, we need we need some love in our last week here. So. All right. Well, I'm, like I said, man, I'm gonna support you in that one. But yeah, also check out the puppet. I know we maybe those scripts can change, boy. New Kickstarter. What happened? Ash versus even that puppet. Damn it! <laughs> We're putting it in the movie. Jarkosaurus <laughs> eats the puppet. Oh my god! I'd kill to see that. I would kill. You'd probably get sued, but I would kill. I'd, I'd give you money here. Pay off the lawsuit. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh my god. If Bruce Campbell would ever be in, in in one of my movies, I would like lose my shit. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. How, that's the thing. Like between the comic book series, the D and D card coming out, which I can't wait to do that because I'm definitely whenever we're doing D and D again with my group, we definitely got to do that. Or <laughs> you know the movies you're doing, the new one coming out too at the Kickstarter and shit too, the big fan base behind you, and in the world of streaming, I know maybe it's difficult now, so it's maybe I can't say this now. How the hell have you been approached? And if you can't say. I get it. I know NDAs working in film. I know NDAs. Let me tell you, and comics. Yeah. But have you been approached for a possible movie or TV thing? Maybe? No, not yet. Are you shitting me? Hollywood, what are you I doing? Know, it's super weird. <laughs> oh. I know, it's super weird. And we keep doing stuff and we keep being... But, you know, uh, I did I did find... I accessed another grant. I actually got a little bit of money to uh, write a feature film. So the feature film oh. is coming. The script is on its way. Um I haven't put pen to paper yet, but I've got a story editor involved in it, and we do have because uh, I, I have a small production company. So, ah. um, yeah. So the, the the feature film is coming. Okay. Well, I will definitely make sure my passport is ready to go when you guys are filming and casting, and we're doing an, or auditions because <laughs> I will definitely send you a Skype audition or whatever the hell you want. Because <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You oh. can come be. You can come uh, audition. Sweet. Come be, come down. Be part of the fun. Sweet, you can murder me. It's fine. I'll tell you one other little thing I forgot. What just when it comes to the D and D card, uh, just going around Comic Con. So I would give these D and D cards out to like D and D fans uh, hmm. for free. Just, but what's super fun is when you make something and you hear the story that comes back to you. Yes. So I was at this con in Edmonton, and this guy came up to me, and he's just like, and just this huge grin on his face, and it's just like, I just want to tell you a story. I'm like, cool. He's <laughs> like, because he, he apparently fought the Sharkosaurus monster in his D&D campaign and Ooh. came back to tell me the story of how they did it. Because he was a halfling monk and he had the barbarian oh, throw shit. him into the mouth of Sharkosaurus. Oh, at which shit. point he grabbed uvula and was able to punch Sharkosaurus to death from the inside. Dude, that's, like, oh my God. That's awesome. a... That's like the better ending to the crazy, to like whatever, fucking, I can't, Woody Harrelson's character in Reign of Fire. That's like the better ending to that. That is amazing. 
Oh my I know, lord! Like, yeah. Oh. And I, lo- I, lo- I love it when I hear stories like like come back when you make something like this, and then people like this is a D and D card yeah. people go away play with, and, and they come back and they tell the stories. It's like yeah, super great and fun. Dude, I I live for that shit. I live for fan reviews, man. I especially for all my comics are on digitally social media right now until everything gets fixed or really finished the one night because of all the chaos. But until then, but we st- I still get fan reviews, people talking about it and such. But that giant monster, at all, the giant monsters in Vietnam one, Operation Kaiju Shield, man, that gets the most fan stuff. I, oh, oh, like the, the stuff people are like, tell me about it. I just live for it. People are like, why do you do this stuff? I'm like, here is why. Because <laughs> we have, they keep, fans keep us going, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly, I, I, haven't, I haven't read your book, but since you told me about it, I'm just like, done sold kaiju in vietnam i'm like all in like that sounds so amazing so i want to give a hint to, uh, i'll give her something to you though right now this is very exclusive and i haven't talked about it yet and i can't get in trouble because it's not telling any details too much about it but right now it's like the beginning of the war happening with it and it just started popping up and whatnot and we're fighting and all the chaos there's more monster s so right now it's giant bugs and animals because i wanted to start that sci-fi giant monster and then now we're moving into yeah. And it's already been confirmed. We showed off one already. There's more monster, monster-looking things coming. But fans oh asked God, me man. to redo history. So I'm actually having a Battle of Saigon, like in 1975, but instead it's 1965, and it's with like a bunch of different, different giant monsters and whatnot. And there's no Ted Offensive. We have the Kaiju Offensive because they started moving in from the north. They started in the north. Communists lost control of them. Then they, started, they got loose and started breeding like son of a bitches, and they moved down. So it's like a different, it's an alternate wow. history take with these guys. Oh, I love it, dude. I love alternate history takes because you just got freedom to like be in any any mythical genre, like the 50s, 60s, 70s, the 1920s, 1880s, yeah. you, like the alternative history is always fun. Do you mean to tell me like a Sharkosaurus um, in the Western? <laughs> is that, is yeah. that what you mean to tell me like too? Yeah, I, you know, and, and the best part is, uh, so I've got a guy, um, uh, he's a local up-and-coming country singer, oh. and he's actually written the Ballad of Sharkosaurus. Oh song. my god, so, yes. You know, because there's got to be the Ballad of Sharkosaurus. Oh, god damn it, Spencer, you don't need to sell me anymore, you have my money and my resources, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh shit, well, awesome, I do gotta, I, I, well, what you saying? No, no. Oh, I was going to ask, is there any more, like, comics on the way? I just got to ask because people are going to be like, you guys have hyped the shit out of these books. I know you have everything going on like that. The books are out right now, too. First off with those, because for fans where they want to check them out, because we we can't really hype it up and tell people, yeah, go fuck yourself. You can't read them. But instead, where can they find them at first? Okay, so if you go to Renegade Arts Entertainment, that's my publisher. It's a Canadian graphic novel company. So you can buy them there. I think there's only about 200 first editions left in the warehouse. So, Ooh. but they're they should be available like chapters and Amazon and all the places because a bunch of left the warehouse, but like so they're in circulation, so you can still buy it around. But we are we are running dangerously low on the books. I was approached to do the Ballad of Sharkosaurus through a company, but we you know comics. I haven't seen a contract yet, so I haven't mm. I haven't done much work on that. But um, yeah, and then I'm working on. Uh, another another uh, comic series, basically an offshoot of my one head die. So one of, one of everybody's favorite characters is this drunken wizard named Azurus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he's more like a sorcerer. What? He's ridiculously charming, but the shit always fucks up around him. This guy has Anyways, me sold. So Keep going. <laughs> this guy has me sold. Because <laughs> he's got pretty high charisma. You know, I've always referred to him as a wizard in the in the TV series, but the more when I started doing like thinking about more of his backstory and building him into like a character I could do like a, a series with, um, I, I'm pretty sure he's a sorcerer, mm-hmm. uh, just because you know it makes sense that his blood magic mixes with his blood alcohol oh, to like yeah. make him stronger, almost like drunken master style, but oh, it's a lot more unpredictable and shit. challenging. As well as him being a charismatic bastard, so. You, Spencer, yeah, so, uh, you, oh, Spencer, you can't see me right now, man, but I'm grinning ear to ear because that sounds amazing as hell. 
Hey folks, Dakota here, and do you guys like Dungeons and Dragons as much as I do? Because if so, you're gonna like Adventures in Green and Garb. You know, they're a really fun new group on YouTube, they're a whole D&D campaign group, but let me tell you what they're all about. Adventures in Green and Garb started as most D&D campaigns do, around their parents' dinner table. Last year, they decided to bring it to YouTube though, with the addition of costumes and green screens. Come on, that adds some really cool flavor flavor right there. Still in the family, their season one campaign is nearing its exciting conclusion, with many mysteries yet to be revealed. They hope you enjoy it as much as they love making it and playing, doing so much with D&D. So smash that like button, subscribe and share, and look for them at this year's Gen Con. So I'm extremely excited to have these guys a part of the Comic Chronicle and Film World podcast, you know, to partner up and all that such, because they're truly wonderful people, and you guys should go subscribe and support them and give them a like. They're really, really fun. And because we've been playing throughout the commercial, I'm going to play you guys the theme that they have. The first time you're listening to this, you're going to want to go subscribe. And then we'll get right back to the podcast. Thanks, everyone. Let us roll you a tale where heroes prevail as we wander the blight. Prepared for the fight. On the edge of the world, claiming almighty glory In spite of the cost, love and loss frame our story We won't turn back now, bloodied by dragons made gory We roll this tale for you, roll for you Banded by fate, oblivion beware Watches great fires well, lightning cracking the air Olden powers unleash, together taming the beast We roll this tale for you Moving on, don't quit. Dreaming up one forfeit. Don't look back, stay alive, smite them, survive. Keep moving on, don't quit. Dreaming up one forfeit. Don't look back, stay alive, smite them, survive. Stay fast and through. We surrender our lives to defend all the realm till that good day arrives. When we lay down our swords, body scarred and bruised, having rolled a tale for you. On the edge of the world, claiming almighty glory In spite of the cost, love and loss frame our story We won't turn back now, bloody by dragons made gory We roll this tale for you, roll for you I'm not even blowing you right now, this is, oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're I've been working on that slowly, and you know, yeah. I, with the coronavirus hitting and all, I've got a lot more time to do some work. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the Kickstarter is keeping me a little busy, just Sweet. trying to do those uh, daily updates and stuff. But um, yeah, awesome, dude, awesome. I mean, so with the with, what's going on with the short right now, we have that happening. What else? Like, is there models or toys in the works too? Especially, and I mean, you got one hit or die. There's that going on, yes. But I mean, like you said, Corona got more time. But with like Sharkosaurus, man, is there any like? merchandise coming out or is it just like the D card right now sort of thing so i'm, I'm a bit of a merchandise whore i like i uh, i really enjoy doing things mm-hmm. uh little one-offs and stuff like that um so uh, so <laughs> that's, that's that's how i start to tell you about like all the all the different levels of stuff that we have going on so i was in talks with a company uh you know in australia last resort toys about doing a sharkosaurus soft vinyl toy Oh, uh, we're still working on that. Um, you know, it's, it's all it's all you know global recession or whatever. Yeah, uh, everything might be pushed back till like next year, but um, I'd expect that to come out. But I mean, we do so many crazy little things. Like I got to, so when we did the Kickstarter launch, um, we had promotional beer coasters and oh. we had this like brewery launch at it. I know, just ridiculous stuff. Um, yeah, for one hit die, our last season, I got promotional whoopee cushions made. Sir, I want you on my marketing team on my books because you are making some really good merchandise right now. I fucking want this. 
Like, you know, I got all this merchandise in China right now in a warehouse. But, man, Spencer, I want you making my merch. I, I want on our record now. Come on. <laughs> well, hi. Technically, it's not. It's D&D, so it's not a whippy cushion. It's a magical bag of stinking cloud. I'm fucking hiring you, dude. It's a very Jesus Christ. Spell. I am hiring you. You are. No wonder you write. It makes sense. <laughs> oh, my God. You make me feel like shit as a writer. Holy crap. No, no, no. It's, uh, they're just, you know, it's just, it's just having fun and making yeah. jokes with people. It's true. And I find that, um, yeah. And, like, you know, there's, uh, you get inspiration from everywhere. And, like, well, if you, if you get around to watching When I Die, like, I write a lot of it. I had some other writers on the last season with me. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's, I find writing to be a, a, a good collaborative exercise. And then the actors come on board and they bring the, the, their own lines to it. They, they drop in, you know, we'll do like outtakes and some of those will be ridiculously funny. Like it's just, um, yeah. Writing for me is also collaborative. You know, I like working with people. I like getting advice from people. Um, I like, you know, reading it out loud and just hearing it and then finding the problems with it and then solving it. Cause mm. your first draft is never a good draft and you just keep refining it and refining it until, you know, that's true. Um, yeah, it's true. I mean, that's I think it's a curse of being a writer, especially in comics, and especially in this moment now where everything's on stand standby. So you don't you can turn in your stuff, but then you can also edit it if you turn it in. So it's one of those things where you're like, oh, my God, it's it's is it really ever that good? Is it done? I'm on draft now. Six shit. This <laughs> is like, oh, no, it's midnight. Oh, I got to think. What about this? Oh, we're tying this oh, in, yeah. in here. And it's like a writer's curse. Like we can create the worlds. We can write those, write the words, make people cry, laugh, do all this sort of shit. And then, but ourselves, we're like, it's never truly perfect. It's like a curse. Yeah. And, it, and even when I did the graphic novel, you know, I, the letter would come back and I'd see the letters pages and I'm like, uh, can I change that line? Can we go back and can I modify that? Can I, can I add this? No, it's in can, print. Can oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, no, no, because we we, had got, we hadn't gone to print. He just gave me the pages. I'm like, mm, no, I want this. Maybe uh, that. You know, working on it like that. So makes sense. Makes yeah, that's a good way to go yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, we're coming near to the end of the show, dude. Some, sometimes you write a page. Like writing comics is weird because I like I. You know, I started off writing too much direction, and then when the artist kept giving me stuff, I was like, "Oh, it's not really what I'm looking for." But then I realized that it's it's a combination of just working with an artist to get your vision about, exactly. and your writing is more there to inspire them. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, it's like it's like riding a horse. Sometimes you don't want to rein in too hard on on someone. You really want to work with uh, work with them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, this is good advice to any... And there is comic book writers who do listen to this a lot, almost every week. Good advice. Don't... Unless you're your own artist and you are a glutton for punishment, man. Or whoever... Man, woman, whoever may identify as. Let me tell you. Be nice to your writers. Don't over put details in there. I put enough in there to make sure, like, it still feels the story. But don't put so much details in it. Like, the poster in the back must say this. Like, no, fuck. Leave, let the artists do their thing. Yeah. You're fine, unless it goes with yeah. the story, you know. Like, you just tell them that I'm like skyscraper. You do you. I'm not like the skyscraper has to be pointy. Like, yeah. no, it's fine. You know, it's don't be detailed. Or, or like, I like to, I like to give them a lot of adjectives, uh-huh. like a menacing skyscraper, or like you know things that things that aren't things that kind of like spark their imagination. Yeah. To kind of get them set with the panels in a way that like yeah. I mean, this is this is hindsight. So I mean, when I first did it, like I, I I was terrible, and then I kept rewriting and rewriting, and by the end of it, it was it was a lot more uh, fluid and open, and I guess terse, but still trying to like drop in a couple adjectives to give the artist a sense of like what I see as the tone of the panel. Exactly. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you got to give them enough. You got to give them enough to like do do the job and sort of thing like that. Or shit, I've had artists on the show all the time, and they always talk about it. On record or off record, they're like, yeah, you just make sure, you know, like, we like drawing, but we don't like drawing too much, you know, because we don't want to die <laughs> in the sense here, like, we don't want to get carpet tunnel in one panel. That sounds like a terrible way to go. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and, it, like, it's, I'm not an artist, so I have so much respect for those guys and oh, all God, they do, yeah. and it's just, it's incredible. And oh, it's yeah. like, oh, and sometimes it's surprising. Sometimes you write some stuff and you, you get a page back, you're like, oh, that's not what I expected, but I kind of like that idea. It's really, right? you know, powerful. Right? You're like, oh, wait, that's that's different than what I kind of put in there. Oh, but it's so cool. All right. 
dig that. The but, collaboration. I'm like, I didn't, exp- I didn't, I, like, I, I said, like, 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 crushes, crushes him in his hand, but I didn't expect you to, like, make his eyeballs pop out. Exactly. I mean, that's really cool. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that's an awesome detail right there. Now, I am curious, though, because obviously you're a monster fan, too. What, and I'll send you pages from the books. Uh, I'll send you it digitally and whatnot. But what would be a next monster for you? Now, if you already have one in development, maybe Sharkosaurus goes against, like, a different type of therapod and shark thing, like... Is there one where you have a Sharkosaurus go against another predator? Other than the bear. We talked about the bear. But, like, something of your own monster creation. Do you have one? Or have you never really thought about that yet? You know, I've always I've always, I've always, always pictured Sharkosaurus as being this, like, um, kind of grand equalizer for, like, all of humanity's sins. Mm. Uh, so, uh, mankind is you know, the ultimate adversary for Sharkosaurus. Uh, that said, I have a really big robot thing. I really like robots. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, I don't know if Mecha Sharkosaurus would be a thing, or, uh, yeah, something like that, but it would probably be human. Um, yeah, be, be like from the human, in, in, in this Sharkosaurus world. But I mean, there's, there's been, there, I've, I've got a couple ideas with what we could do with Sharkosaurus, mm. including like, uh, multiple Sharkosauri. I guess. Oh, dear well. God. I just thought yeah. it would be Slither. And just, like, mini ones, like, popping up in the drains and shit like that in people's, like, bathtubs. Like, kind of like piranhas. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. I don't know which one would be worse. I, I'd be, you know, yeah. if you're just sitting in a bathtub and a fin pops up, nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. That's all it is. Just a nightmare. Even if it's a small one, like, it's a size of a cup. You're just, I like. The small ones are almost deadlier. Right, you know? <laughs> it's true. Oh, that's Especially, true. Especially like a pack of them. Yeah. Right. Right. If they take your like once you're on the ground, they're, you're gone. Oh my god, I couldn't even. Or like a dog's barking because it thinks it sees a fuck a squirrel and it's like a mini sharkosaurus <laughs> and like they all this like swarm the dog. That's how fans are gonna hate you, but also love you in the same like five minutes. They're like, yes, because I just watched the Meg the other night, and I don't know what took me so long to watch it because I wanted to read the books. It looks so good. I I watched the Meg, and there was a scene there where you think the dog's dead, right? It's kind of spoilers if you haven't yeah. seen it, but you know you think the dog's dead. I'm like, oh my god, those sons of bitches did it. But that was really cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. I actually felt pretty cool. I was like, oh, they killed a the dog. Oh, this is more menacing. Kill it. And I get the end. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm not going to say whether it lives or dies, but let me tell you, I was like, you know what, though? You made me feel for that dog's death. Like, awesome. Yeah. They have a general rule in film. I mean, it's always good to break rules, but you don't kill dogs. Like, people are <laughs> you sure? Season, but, like, yeah. <laughs> when you do kill the dog, it's pretty hard. No one wants a lassie. No, no one wants like, an I am legend, Spencer. That's where I immediately go to. It's just I am like, shh, because every little thing is... Oh. <laughs> Like, yeah, that. <laughs> That's totally right. I am legend. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That was worse than Marley and me. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I swear to God. <laughs> I was, and I cried like a mother at Marley and me. But when it came to I am legend, when he started seeing every little thing, and it's like, oh, oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 it's Fresh Prince. Yeah. Fresh Prince is killing his dog. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> oh, man. But they'll kill a dog. That's awesome. They'll kill a dog. I mean, don't you could you know what though, man? Full permission from a fan, you could kill a dog. <laughs> it's fine. It's you don't have to show it. Just be like a dog, like a like a yapping chihuahua. And I own a chihuahua. So it's fine. This yapping chihuahua just going to town, and it's like the just the owners like shut the hell up. And then maybe in a bathtub, and it surrounds the got dog, and then the next another one goes in the. Bath. I'm just giving you free ideas. If you take this and go ahead, I don't give a shit. Go ahead. <laughs> You better be writing this down. I mean, I don't even want a co-writer credit. <laughs> so, uh, when we did the Sharkosaurus Kickstarter, right? Yeah. We had a perk in there that you could be killed by Sharkosaurus in the book. Oh. You could course, you'd be killed by Sharkosaurus. Well, one lady phoned me up, and she's like, hey, I've got my, I want to kill my seven-year-old. <laughs> 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 oh, my Lord. 
I'm like, I'm like, is this like, a, is this like, a, are you working on some issues here? Or what's going on? But apparently, she's he's just seven years old, loves all shark movies, as just like, and just she wants to bring him in there. But then I had to talk to my writer. I'm like, so, or my artist, because I'm like, do you have any problems uh, killing a kid in the panel? Like, <laughs> like what's what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so, that could immediately be like, wait, what, <laughs> Spencer? What's going on? What are we doing here? <laughs> Hold yeah, on. Just like, yeah. Yeah, so Sharkosaurus kills uh, children and the elderly in the graphic novel. You know what, though? That immediately proves nobody's safe. <laughs> like, you you exactly. George R. R. Martin did in the beginning of, like, listen, you think we're going to play it nice here? Fuck you. We're not. Like, I just recently killed off. Um, I'm not going to say which series. I'm not going to say who. But I killed off two characters in a series. It's one has many characters in it. If you're really good at guessing, yeah. you could probably figure it out. Spencer, don't guess. Because I might, I would probably say yes to you. But I killed off two characters, and it's like it was kind of emotional for me to write. I'm like, oh god. But let me tell you, it's really cool for the series. I'll I'll tell you at the end of the show, Spencer. But <laughs> but yeah, like that. I I felt like I told my sister because I was up in North in an RV writing them all these all these scripts, and it was one of those. And she's like, "How you feeling?" I'm like, I don't know. I feel like George R. R. Martin right now. I oh, I'm just killing off some really cool guys, and it's like, oh shit, it's kind of hurt. Oh man. Yeah, I, I, I you know I I've never really killed off any of my main characters. I just really? really thought about that. Well, I, I I guess in the shark story, like I kill them off, but they all deserve it. Oh they're, they're, they're <laughs> yes. There for fun. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert, everyone dies in the, the first Sharkosaurus film except for Sharkosaurus. Do you mean to tell but, me uh, that nobody could survive a Sharkosaurus? Because <laughs> I definitely would be like, you know what? Jumping off a cliff, man. Driving off that road right now. Like, why? Like, there's t- towns being eaten. Oh, no. It's like Tremors. Like, what are you doing, Tremors? I'm going to buy a helicopter and just take off. Fly as far south or north I can go. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. Hawaii, wonderful time. <laughs> yeah, but then they fucked you. I mean, they, now the tremors are like, oh, do you think you could get away in a different country? Nope, they're in Africa. Nope, they're in Siberia. And they look metal as hell. It's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was kind of thinking that, like, where would Sharkosaurus go next? Like, Australia? Like, because, I mean, it, like, there could be Sharkosaurus, like, buried around the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh. Maybe Sharkosaurus uprising. Dude, if you want... I, oh, you know, I, I, I'm thinking now, like, what would be kind of it'd be a cool, like, kind of desert place a little bit. You could be like, he's in America, like, where? And it could be like the Southwest. I'm not just saying it because I live here. I could say I'm, I'm Midwestern at heart. 16 years there in Illinois. I could say Illinois, but I'm saying, oh yeah, it makes sense if you do one in the Southwest. You could go to Phoenix. You could do uh, the, the mountain towns yeah, out here, right? I mean, shit was so good they put a, a kaiju in the new King of the Monsters movie. Like one giant spider thing like pops up and like wrecks downtown Phoenix. Uh, spoilers, I guess, on that one. But you know, but it's still like Phoenix. They're like, yeah, well, there's a lot of unexplored land and a lot of untouched land in in Arizona. You could easily have a giant monster. I'm like, director, I love you. <laughs> Like, free, like I said, Spencer, free what, what ideas. What do you love about kaijus? Huh? I guess they're just big, badass monsters. Yeah. I mean... What, what, what is it you love about kaijus? I love... Well, I mean, I, I gotta, I might got to make a fair point here. I love all monsters and dinosaurs and such, too. But kaijus, I think it's because it's one of those that it, it makes you feel small. Like Sharkosaurus, it kind of makes you feel small a little bit. And it's like, you know what? Maybe we're not the big bads in the world. That we think we maybe are. I mean, right now we're really feeling that, but at the, but not in a sense of like a disease, but in a sense of like animals and monsters, like and and that. And I think the destruction. So I think it's being able to recognize your humanity and place in nature, but then also the destruction that they can cause a little bit. I think there's always that love. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I love the movies. I love the suits. It's nice with all the CG effects. I do appreciate all the CG effects. But with, with the Ballad of Sharkosaurus, I'm super stoked to take it, like, old school and be, like, you know, the first Jurassic Park yes. and have, like, you know, actual, you know, realistic monster there. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, shit, I studied how to build that shit. I Because like, I loved it so much. I did a school thing for it. Like, definitely. That's the way to go. Because I think we are in a... And I, I actually have a bunch of VFX fans, so I'm trying not to offend them when I say this. But there is so much VFX out there that when you do a 
uh, a mixture of because if because you, you just doing straight up suit or you're doing a mixture of VFX and suit. Oh, uh, it's a straight up suit. It's straight I up mean, suit. I, I I think like we'll, we'll we'll be using some like composite effects and stuff mm. like that. Uh, you know, some forced perspective stuff, and like we'll we'll be using some traditional effects, uh, compositing wise. But I don't have plans to do a CGI thing. I probably will see if I can get a scan of it done just in case in post-production. I'm like, oh, I just wish we needed something here. Yeah. But I probably won't go into the CGI realm. Very nice. Just uh, it's just a lot of stuff there. It's true. and But it, it's, I was saying on a with it's the a short film. Like, Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's not the feature. It's not the feature. But even in the feature yeah. when it comes to like that, you notice when there's a puppet mix with CG or VFX, whichever we, wanna, whichever we yeah. prefer to say. But if when you do a straight-up suit or a straight-up animatronic, in this case you're doing both, you tend to notice these movies a lot more these days, I think. I really do think that when you do the yeah. old school, your movie gets a lot more attention. And, like, once I have this thing built, like, I didn't, I'm not doing it just for this, but I'm pretty much going to win every cosplay Comic Con, at, at Comic-Con with it. Oh, my God. Just walking around. <laughs> I would be amazing. There would be if Comic Cons exist after this, after what's going on in the world, if they still exist. Oh my god! Then, which is a question we have to ask ourselves these days. But if they still exist after this, you will definitely one hundred percent win. Cause like, what the hell is that? No, that's a Sharkosaurus, dude. A what? And then you one hundred percent win the marketing game. You do, Spencer. People are gonna be like, holy shit, look at that thing. And then like you comment on Instagram page like, oh yeah, that's me. I'm like Sharkosaurus. <laughs> that be we have, we, have, oh. we have a perk we have a perk it's kind of expensive because it is hard to hard to do and it's like uh it is it is tough times right now yeah but um well the, the perk is basically we're trying to get to, uh our sharkosaurus suit will come to whatever event you have oh. whether it's your wedding your son's birthday oh, yes. like you could have a giant sharkosaurus come and hang out and like I, it was fun because I was uh, brainstorming on uh, Instagram trying to find people that were like you know where would you want Sharkosaurus to go and I'm like like how about your breath like would you uh, which is you know kind of funny too but yeah like where would you want Sharkosaurus to go to yeah and uh, I got I got some funny answers my name is Andrew and I am the host of a show called Rage Hunter and on Rage Hunter we cover the latest news and what's trending in the gaming industry with just a hint of some sarcasm and rage. You probably have this hole, you know, this void in your life that you don't know how to fill. Well, Rage Hunter is going to fill it. And the best part is we are everywhere. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, Podbean, Instagram, Twitter. So that way you can get as much rage in your life as possible. And some news while you're at it. So come check us out and be a part of the greatest gaming podcast in the universe. See you there. Yes. Oh, that's an amazing perk. Office Christmas party. That would be, just show up, and like, what are you going to do? And be like, oh my God, what the hell? Like, just immediately you're going to get turned heads. There's no way you don't. Like, I haven't even seen the final product, but Sharkosaurus itself. There's a, this is going to be a shout out to the fans out there. Someone please. <laughs> and I, I want to make a, someone, I desperately want to see Sharkosaurus, and I can't remember the guy's name. But the captain from Jaws, I want to see Sharkosaurus versus him. Come yeah. on. Come on. Uh, I do it. I, I, I also steal a bunch of, like, Tremors and Jaws one-liners. Oh, really? Uh, in the, the short film, there's a bunch in the short film. It makes but, sense. Uh, it makes sense. Know. I mean, come on. You got to pay homage a little. I, oh. Exactly. Give respect to, 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 to inspiration, right? Yeah. yeah. I love Jaws. I love Tremors, too. Like, Tremors was such a brilliant movie. I, can't, I You know, I've only seen the first three. I haven't seen four, five, and six. Someone told me they're on Netflix, but I don't I don't think Netflix Canada has them because I was looking for them. That's re- Netflix Canada, what the shit? What are you doing? But it's like, come on. Um, right. I will give. I have not seen the newest one. Well, they're in Siberia in the cold, but I have seen the one where they're in Africa, and it's really Tremors esque. It's really tre- Bert's the main character. God bless that actor. I met him once in real life, and I'm drawing my oh god, I'm drawing a blank on his name. But I'm, I'm I'm so sorry to you if you're listening, which you might be. I don't know, but I met him once 
years ago, it was a hobby convention, and he, this guy's amazing because he was a hobby convention, and I went my dad, and they were doing like RC trains, all this other stuff like that too, because he loves RC uh, trains, and so he was there for the train section, not RC cars or anything like that. And he came up, and I, he's like, hey, come and see, you know, I'm going to have a table if you want to say hi. And everyone's talking about, like, family ties and all this other jazz like that. And I came up, and got, I think I had to be 12 or 13, I think 13, 14 at the time, actually. And he said, and I go up, I'm like, sir, I just want to tell you, I'm a huge fan of Tremors. And he just, like, he just smiled with the biggest smile. He grabbed my hand and shook it. He's like, I love the fans like you, man. Everyone's been talking about family ties and all the other stuff. He's like, I love the Tremors so much. No one ever wants to talk with them about me. Which one's your favorite? And we just geeked out about Tremors for like 20 minutes in line. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, and people That's are like, awesome. Yeah, like he he loves his shit. So I get, I bet you, I wanted to have him on the Film World podcast, but I could not get him on because they're like, okay, we have to wait a year to get him on. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> But um, I don't know how they. I don't know why they canceled that Tremors TV series. That it's on YouTube. Brilliant. It's like, on YouTube. You can view it now, dude. It's all on YouTube. What? Yeah, I got one the of the episodes. Thing? Yeah, there are people who uploaded it, and some of them in like almost 1080p. I found on YouTube. I have one of them saved, but they're in episodes. When I bet you, like, if you go around YouTube for like 30 minutes, you could probably get all of them. I thought it was never released. No, it was on TV. I watched it as a kid. I was a teenager. I was watching oh, as a teenager. My grandma. No, they, yeah. No, they had last year. I think there was like a Tremors TV series. Oh, that, they were teasing that was the throughout. that was the other Tremors TV series that Kevin Bacon was trying to get out. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's the one. I'm talking about the old one. I love Kevin Bacon. He had sizzle. Dude, we. It's, uh, yeah, oh. he's, he's great. And sizzled all his roles. Right? Oh, <laughs> man, you know what? We could go off on Tremors so much more. <laughs> we could do a Tremors pod. Let me tell I, I, I definitely want to say this too. Fans, or even put a fan. I could, I'd say put it out to your fans, Spencer, because it'd be like, okay, the best, like do a competition, a poll or something, or do a competition. And you, you don't, you don't even have to include me in this because I can't draw worth a shit. Is give us the best fan art of either Sharkosaurus. With a graboid or Sharkosaurus meets Jaws, and like whoever gets you the be- best one to be the one you can do a reward for. Cause oh we, yeah, that would be killer. Oh, that would be so killer. We we've had some great fan art come through. Yeah, and then some like Andrew Han is some artist, some uh, really talented artist have actually been like, hey, I just want to draw Sharkosaurus for. You. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's uh, it's really good. But yeah, and and then uh, people send me pictures of of uh, like little kids that got the book. And I get I get I get pictures every now and again of like, you know, the crayon drawings. But yeah, I should do a little uh, a little a little drawing competition because people got a lot of time on their hands right now. It's true, they do. It's they really idea. do. I mean, shit, you put it out there. You don't have to give me any credit. I'm just saying it's a good idea. <laughs> this is all it is. <laughs> but man, I'll give you credit, man. Sweet. Well, I am. We are coming near the end of the show. I don't want to take too much of your time here. So this is where we come, and I say, Spencer, you plug away, man. Where can people find you on social media for everything? The Kickstarter, promote, 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 man. Uh, you know, right now we got the Kickstarter going. So if you just go to sharkasaurus.com, it's the best way to go to the Kickstarter. Uh, it should link automatically there. If you just Google Sharkasaurus, you'll find all my stuff. Like it's, I'm pretty sure uh, most of the images there are from our books, and you can find the short film on YouTube. Uh, yeah, just Google Sharkosaurus, and I mean, it, well, you'd see the the pitch video I did for the last for the comic book Kickstarter, where I actually uh, ride Sharkosaurus around and wear a little dinosaur suit and a little fin hat. It's pretty ridiculous, but yeah, if you just Google search Sharkosaurus. Um, that's the easiest way to do it. Uh, one Hit Die, just go to OneHitDie.com. That's my Lord of the Rings shot like the Office fantasy series. Um, yeah, and those are the best ways to uh, yeah, Google search those or go to the websites. Sweet, 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 man. As well as on Instagram, Sharkosaurus Now is what we are on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Facebook, just go to Sharkosaurus. Sharkosaurus, Sharkosaurus. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can say it. But yeah, if you just start looking for, if you look for Sharkosaurus, you'll find me. 
I love it. I love it with a passion, dude. I de- just want to say again, thank you for coming on the show. It's been an honor to have you on here. It really has, because I've always wanted you guys on. Someone to rep- come on for the Shark of Swords to represent. And man, I didn't think I'd be talking to the creator himself. But ma- thank you, Spencer, <laughs> for coming on the show. This has been a blast. Awesome. Thanks so much, dude. Of course. And any final words to writers and creators out there in these times? Because if, <laughs> say the least. You know, I just, I just, I, especially in these times, uh, it's routine. Um, I, I, everyone always has the whole thing where they're going to like sit down and write like a whole feature in a weekend or write, write everything all at once. I think just writing for an hour a day, every day, uh, at a, at a single time is the best way to actually get stuff done long term because you build that habit in it. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, that's, if you want to write, make a routine of it. And then you'll find you, you know, in a couple of weeks, you amass quite a bit of writing. So, yeah, that's routine, routine, routine. That is some good enough and shit. I think for, with the coronavirus, yeah, there, you know, we have time for routines. What you mean? There's free time? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's some good shit enough for a TED talk right there. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, we're at the end of the show here. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode. And be sure to go follow Spencer and Shark and Source everything and donate to the Kickstarter because, obviously, we want to see more. So, everyone out there, you know what? Stay classy, Shark and Source fans. <laughs>